the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. You are listening to Simply for Women. And today I have Melinda Patrick. We met this past summer. Melinda, it is such a joy and pleasure to have you with us today. Jennifer, I'm so excited to be with you again. Uh, even though we're a little separated, it was it was so fun to spend that time with you this summer. It was really fun. I know that we have so much that we want to talk about today. We want to talk about waiting on God, those waiting spaces that are so difficult sometimes because we want to rush and get ahead. We want to talk about your testimony, your story. Tell us about your life. How did you come to know the Lord? Mm. So great question, Jennifer. I was actually raised in the church. My dad was a deacon. My mom taught Sunday school. They were both involved in the choir. So growing up, we were at the church almost every time the doors were opened. And I remember walking the aisle when I was 12 years old and and giving my heart to the Lord. And then a few weeks after that, uh, walking and um, being baptized. But it wasn't until I was probably 21 years old that I truly understood what it meant to surrender my whole life and allow God to be the Lord of my life and submit every area uh, to him. And that actually came through a difficult season in in my marriage, Mm -hmm. in my first marriage. But it led me into um, truly coming to know what it meant to be a follower of Christ. Oh, I think that's so important. I I know that now you just you minister to many people. You're you're a wife, you're a mom, you're a yaya of the grandkids. Yes. Um, I love how you say that you have impromptu uh, kitchen dance parties and then sweet tea and long conversations on the porch swing. That is such a beautiful um, picture of your just of your heart and life and love for life and those around you. Do you think you know when you were in the twenties and you began to surrender? Did that help you to have a focus on loving people? It did. Uh, I believe that my focus on loving people actually uh, came through difficult times in my life. And as I walked through those, it gave me more compassion for others who may be walking through difficult times and struggling as well. Mm, That's so good. How do you grow in the Lord now? How do you keep your relationship with God fresh and exciting you know, sometimes I think we get stuck in our 20s when we accepted Christ, or sometimes we keep growing. It sounds to me like you've kept growing. How did you do that? Well, one thing is having a quiet time mm-hmm. and That's just good. understanding that my my time with him is of utmost importance, and it's fuel for my day, just like with the Israelites. God gave them manna, but mm-hmm. he instructed them you know, you get your manna every day and what is left over, it's not for you just to go back and eat that. I'm giving you fresh every day. And coming to the realization um, that God wants to meet with us 
in a fresh new way every day. Mm, yes, and he does. <laughs> another way that I keep my devotion time with him um, just fresh and new is changing it up sometimes. Mm, I can. I, I discovered sometimes I could get in a rut, um, you know, getting up every morning and having that quiet time and then, you know, a couple months in, it's more of a routine. Mm-hmm. And so I'll shake it up a bit, maybe go somewhere different to have my quiet time or have it at a different time of the day. Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me that it's relationship and it's not something that, you know, just falls into the order of the to-do list on the day. Oh, I think that's really good. I do the same thing. Sometimes I'll walk instead of sit for my quiet time, or sometimes I spend the time singing or praising. Sometimes I spend the time, um, you know, reading or studying. And sometimes it's, you know, quiet time and journaling and praying. And, you know, it can look different, and Mm -hmm. that's okay. It's good. Yeah. Uh Well, when we think about our relationships with our loved ones, it's not the exact same thing every day. Right. Even if you're married and with your spouse, you, you do things. My husband and I just took an overnight trip to South Carolina, and it was just something to get away, to do something different. And that's how we need to be with the Lord, too. Oh, I love that. It's so good. Well, Melinda, melindapatrick.org, that's your website. And you are the Director of Parent Support, and you have a podcast and so many things. You talk about waiting, Melinda. Tell us about what do we do? We don't like to wait. I, I like to hurry, let alone wait. Uh, what do we do in the waiting? Oh, my goodness. God has taught me so much in the waiting. And oftentimes in the waiting, I found myself, uh, I have a, a grandson that's two years old right now. And he can be, I, I realized last week that he could be so impatient. And it's like, it's coming. But I just need you to hold on a moment and let me get some other things into play. And it reminded me of my waiting seasons with the Lord. Mm. We can become so impatient in that and not understanding that our waiting seasons aren't just about us. God is oftentimes working in areas around us as well with Mm -hmm. people, with circumstances. And so when I look at a waiting season now that I've been through quite a few of them, I see that they're actually opportunities. Mm-hmm. Instead of looking at it um, as an inconvenience, it's actually a divine invitation mm. to join God where he's at work in our lives because scripture tells us that he's always at work. Yes. And so in our waiting times, we have God gives us the opportunity to grow. Perhaps uh, we're waiting on a new ministry position or um, waiting on a new job or um, waiting to be a mom or waiting to be a wife. But yet in that time of waiting, we have the opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. How can I take this time to learn how to be the best wife or the best mom? Or what can I learn during this time of waiting um, to increase my ministry leader skills? And so we have that opportunity to grow. We also have the time to heal uh, in our waiting seasons. Perhaps we're waiting on healing in our marriage. And maybe our spouse doesn't want to work through healing right now. But in this waiting season, God gives us the opportunity to heal. That's good. um, 
dig deeper into that with him, maybe with a Christian counselor. So these times aren't wasted. Um, it gives us time to rest. I have been in a waiting season where I knew that God had called me to a specific mission, but then it seemed like everything screeched to a halt. Yeah, sure. Like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, I just, I know you just put this call on my life, and now everything stopped. But in that season, I was able to rest because I had no idea how fast-paced life would get when that mission came, came time to be fulfilled. Oh, for sure. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we have time to, to get to know him in a more intimate way. Mm-hmm. When my husband and I were a blended family, and so when we were dating, he had a sailboat, and we would go out on the weekends on Saturdays, and we'd spend eight hours on that sailboat. And with a sailboat, you don't have a motor. The wind mm. is what carries you along. So we could hear each other. We could talk. We could ask questions. We could have a picnic on the boat. But then after we got married, we got a motorboat. We got a pontoon because the kids wanted <laughs> a little something faster. faster. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you can't talk because yeah. it's, the motor's loud. Your main focus then is the destination. It's mm-hmm. not the journey. And so we look back and we laugh because we're like, we don't know how much dating would have, you know, how our relationship would have gotten deeper with a pontoon boat as it did when when we had the sailboat. Yeah. And so in these waiting seasons, God's inviting us to go deeper with him, to know him in a more intimate way. And so our waiting seasons aren't wasted. God is using them uh, to grow us, to strengthen us to equip us and to get um, get us to a deeper place with him. Mm, that's so that's so true. Just because we don't see how close, uh, you know, whatever it is we're waiting on, uh, how we don't know how far away it is. <laughs> right. So in mm-hmm. that time, we can be working, we can be praying, we can be healing, we can be resting and growing. I love that. I think that's so important. We have just about 30 seconds left, uh, maybe a minute. How What are some of the biggest things you've had to wait for? Oh, healing in my first marriage. Mm. And um, I think the longest prayer request I ever had was over 30 years. And it was for salvation for my first husband. Mm. And last year in January of 2021, he, even though we were divorced, um, the Lord answered that prayer. That's awesome. And was able to write a beautiful redemption story right there. Mm. And um, just a few months later, he passed away, and he's now in heaven with Jesus face-to-face. But that was a long waiting season for me, but I was able to see God's faithfulness Mm. through it all. Oh, Melinda Patrick. Wow, what a testimony. What a beautiful story. We're going to wait, but we're going to trust God in the waiting and wait on him. Let him lead. Let him move. Well, go to MelindaPatrick.org. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. I hope that today you'll be inspired in your faith, that you're going to pray. You'll spend some time with God. Just hang out with him in that relationship time, maybe waiting, asking him about the waiting, all those questions that you have. He can handle them. (laughs) Well, I'm Jennifer, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to learn more about the show, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. 
org. Have a really great day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.